coming to theaters across the U.S. on March 20th and 21st, an epic film on Noah's Flood. This film unveils compelling evidence in support of the Bible, including what happened to the dinosaurs? Why do we find soft tissues and blood in their bones today? Why did God send the flood? What are the parallels between the days of Noah and the coming judgment? Mark your calendars for March 20th, 21st, and be prepared to experience the Genesis flood like never before. Get your tickets today at www.noahsflood.com. You're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom sessions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh, maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you've got this. I want to start out this episode by thanking the Homegrown Preschooler for sponsoring the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network and this episode. If you've not checked out the Homegrown Preschooler or A Year of Playing Skillfully, I highly suggest you do that at thehomegrownpreschooler.com. All right, so this morning I thought it might be fun to talk about why I always say you've got this. I, I've said it for a while. I When I speak to moms, I try to encourage them by going, you got this. You do. You, you've got this. And I started thinking, okay, what does that even mean? Why am I saying that? People recognize that I say that. A sweet friend gave me a coffee cup that said that. I actually found a journal yesterday when I was out and about that said, you got this. I'm going to give that journal away to a listener. So if you want that journal that says, you got this, then I want you to comment on the show notes. I'll post those up on my Facebook page, The Real Kathy Lee. You comment and like the page, and I will... Pick a winner, and then I'll mail it to you. Maybe throw in some water beads, too, for your kids. So something for you and for them. Because I want you really to know I mean this. But I thought it might be fun on the podcast today just to break away from having a guest and just talk about what do I mean? Because, gosh, you do have this. So I think it's interesting. Most of my kids are adopted, as you know. And I adopted before I gave birth. So I still was a mom, but I didn't experience... uh, pregnancy until I was kid number four. So I think it's interesting that people see you and they think it's great that you're pregnant and they're fascinated that you're pregnant. And you know, pregnancy is amazing. Like I'm blown away how the Lord set that up, right? For us to grow these humans inside of us. But let me tell you, it's hard. It's hard work. Like Having all that extra weight, now, I don't know about you, but I did eat extra ice cream more than I should have, so maybe my weight was more than yours, but in that and the sleepless nights and the swelling feet and all those things that people might tell you it's coming, but until you experience, oh, you don't know, and I remember begging my midwife just to induce me because I thought I couldn't make it one more minute. I mean, I struggled, but you've got this. You know, at the end of the day, it is a short time that you go through this period of uncomfortableness to get this human and to give life and to experience that beautiful moment of giving birth. But there are times where I'm like, oh my goodness, adoption, wow. 
adoption was easier in a lot of ways, harder in other ways. And even adoption, if that's it, you've got that too, the paperwork trail, the the running and getting something notarized to get it all the way back to realize there's a typo and you have to redo the whole document or that something's expired if you're doing international and you have to redo it again and wait, 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 wait and you dream of holding this baby. You imagine what they will smell like and look like and will they love you the way you love them and you have all these expectations about adoption and it gets overwhelming and consuming but you've got this. You've got that too. It's a short time that you invested and look there are times I invested just a few weeks in adoption there are times I invested years in moving to another country to get my kids home so I just want to remind you in those tough moments of just getting your children here let's don't even talk about the mothering part let's just talk about getting them here for a minute it's hard it's lonely it's challenging but you've got this you just are determined you stay focused you try and find the the good, the the end result will be that you are impacting a life for eternity, whether you've birthed that child or adopted that child. So let's move on. So those children arrive however they get there. And if you've adopted or birthed a newborn, the nights are long. And you think, wow, is this ever going to end? Am I going to have to wake up at 3 a.m. for the rest of my life? And you start realizing you didn't even know the infomercials that were on at 3 a.m. You really didn't want to know the infomercials that were on at 3 a.m. And your eyes can't stay open as you're rocking your baby and feeding your baby. And then you think you've got to get up the next morning and function. But you've got this. You do. It goes by so quickly. And in the midst of it, it feels as if it's eternity itself. But it isn't. And when you look back like I do, my youngest is now 11 and... I can hardly remember what it's like to be up in the middle of the night with a baby. But then you do that. And, and it's funny because we go out to the store and we, we get people who ooh and ah over our babies. And we're loving motherhood and we're out and about. And then we come home and there's no one there. And it's lonely. And your spouse is working and busy. And sometimes it feels like it's all falling apart. I mean, the thought of a shower sounds like the most wonderful thing on the planet. And, and, and it just is too far away. You don't even see a shower in your future. But just remember, you've got this. You've got this time. This time goes by so, so swiftly. And I think about um, rocking babies in the night. Gosh, again, I know the times when you're sitting there and you're rocking and you're falling asleep. And then you, you know, think, did I just drop the baby or what just happened? But again, it goes so swiftly if you can just remember to enjoy those times and savor those times, which is pretty much impossible when you're in the moment. I get that. And then just when you think they've slept through the night, somebody gets sick, right? And then you're up at night again, throwing up. If you've got more than one baby, you've got a baby and a toddler and a preschooler and who knows how many more. There's somebody's sick and you're like, oh my goodness, it will never end. It does end, friend. It ends, and you get through those stages. But don't beat yourself up for being tired and grumpy and and exhausted. You forget tired. You're just exhausted, right? I mean, you're you're to the phase that you don't think you can even stand up the next morning. And then you think, is this really it? Is this what I signed up for? I just have people wanting for me all the time, and I don't even know who I am or can't take care of myself and 
I would encourage you to do that. I would encourage you to, one, don't give up on this time. Again, enjoy it. Lean into it. Think about what can I do to treasure this moment? How can I make memories? Make silly videos with your kids every day to remember it so you can go back and look. Because when their voice changes and they're no longer saying marote for remote, you'll miss it. You'll miss it. And it is that saying, right, that the, the days are long, the years are short. And that is so true. The days are long in these early, early years. And everything is a challenge, right? Do you remember when you used to go to the grocery store by yourself before you had kids? And you'd run through your list in like, you know, 15 minutes. And you would get everything and you wouldn't forget anything. And then when you try and take kids to the store, it is like, oh my goodness, what is it like? It's like a boxing match all the time. You against them, against the groceries and them screaming and then you want to scream and then tantrums occur and then you want to have a tantrum and then you forget to have your list and you just want to walk out of the store and leave everything there and go home and then you have nothing to feed the kids and it's exhausting, right? I've done it. I've done it. I think I've mentioned before that uh, last year on Mother's Day, I just went to Starbucks and got a bunch of gift cards and walked around Target and handed moms who kids were having a tantrum, I hand them a Target gift card and told them to you know, hang in there. Hang in there. Because it's tough. Um, the daily task of showering, going to the store, making dinner becomes so much more when you've got a baby screaming, a toddler hang, hanging on your ankle, a preschooler, you know, jumping up and down, wanting to cook with you. Again, you've got this. You do. You are a warrior. You have to be a warrior to take on motherhood. And if no one else tells you, I'm telling you, you are a warrior. Hang in there. Don't give up. Don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on your kids. So I was thinking about, you know, what advice would I say to moms who want to give up? Who want to say, you know what, Kathy? I don't got this. I don't have this. I'm not going to have this. I am, this is too much. Then I want to tell you to take a deep breath this morning. I want to tell you to reach out to someone this morning. Go find a friend. Call anyone. Call me if you need to. Goodness, message me. If you don't have anyone to reach out to, reach out to me. I, I get it. And say, you know what, this is hard. I'm lonely. I'm tired. I don't know that I can do this mothering gig one more day. Reach out to someone and be honest. Ask someone to help you, to give you a break. If you can't afford a babysitter, ask a friend to swap off with you. If you can't afford a babysitter, get a babysitter. Your kids will be fine. I'm here to tell you. Take a break from them for a few hours on a regular basis. It is okay to take time for yourself. We feel so guilty. And I think we feel like we are we get a medal for staying in there and going, no, no, I've never left my children with anyone. You don't get a medal for that. You get exhausted. You get burned out. Now, you know me. I love my kids more than anyone. I fight for my kids more than anyone. I want to be with my kids more than anyone. But there are times when we all need a break to just be us. And sometimes you need a break from everyone. And I know I've mentioned before that if your spouse wants to give you the greatest gift, they need to give you a vacation all by yourself. And people freak out when I tell them that. But I can't say it enough how powerful it is. It's terrifying to go away on a trip by yourself. You're like, what? Why would I do that? can be some of the most empowering days, refreshing days. I'm a huge beach fan, so I suggest going to the beach because you can sit there or go on a hike, be alone with nature, get a journal, enter to win the journal I'm giving away, and write down 
things that bring you joy, things that bring you peace, and get a renewal. If you do that once a year, that will help often. If you get a break even two hours a week to go sit at a Starbucks by yourself and do nothing but people watch, do that. So reach out. Take a break. Learn when to say yes and learn when to say no. There are some great things out there that you, you can say yes to, for sure. But what I find often is a lot of times we keep saying yes because we're trying to fill our cup that's so empty and we end up just draining it even more. So be careful what you say yes to when you have those young babies. Everyone needs rest and routine. You don't have to stay at home all the time. You don't have to be on a strict schedule. But babies do flourish in a routine. And you will be better for that too when you have time to get the laundry done and to make dinner. But I know the weeks where I'm so frantic running everyone around and the house goes and the laundry goes that I find myself in a worse mood as a mom. And I am a little bit edgier. When I am my best is when things are organized and together and I have time to do what's necessary. So I would suggest that you do that. You say yes to some good things, but you say no to most things in those early years. And please, please, please don't give up. Please remind yourself daily that you, one, are making a difference for eternity. You are spending time the most valuable way you can, imparting wisdom on a younger generation, caring for, loving, showing them what motherhood is like. Remember, they will be the mother you are. They will, in a lot of ways. So show them what that looks like. Be determined to say yes to them to getting out to explore, to discover, to experience, to give them that sense of wonder, to show them what wonder looks like, to you find things that excite you. They will be excited too when they see. If you light up when you see a butterfly, they will light up when they see a butterfly. If you light up when you serve others, they will light up when they serve others. They'll follow you. They'll want to be you. So make sure it's worth following. It's pretty, huh, it's pretty heavy, but so true. But you've got this. You've got this. Motherhood is a gift. If any of you have struggled with having children, adopting children, you know how precious it is. I remember longing for my first child and wondering when I would ever become a mother. And it happened literally just about overnight without any plan and probably the worst timing and my marriage and life, but God knew, and it was a beautiful thing. Motherhood is precious. Motherhood is a gift. Don't waste it. Don't wish it away. Lean in. Lean into those moments. Lean into the tough days. Lean into the days that you want to give up. It's okay to go in your closet and cry. It's okay to phone a friend. It's okay to stomp and have your own tantrum quietly or even loudly, maybe in your room. It's okay. And then gently just remind yourself that this is a gift and you've got this and you, you are great at this and you were meant for this and you are a warrior. Again, if you want to comment on the show notes today, just hashtag you've got this or tell me what you're going to do to make sure you take time for you just any comment and I'll pick a winner in a few days and I'll send you off that journal find some close friends share this with them 
encourage one another, inspire one another, make each other better. Don't get together and gripe about anything. Try that for one week, that every conversation you have, let it be positive. Let it be to encourage them or to be encouraged. Let everything come out of your mouth be positive and see what happens. It's amazing how we set the tone with what we talk about. When we talk about negative things, we feel more negative, especially motherhood. So if you're you know, going, oh my gosh, this is so difficult all the time, then that's going to remind your brain that that's what it's like. But if you're like, wow, I can't believe today when he did that or she did that and I got to witness that and I saw that aha moment or we cooked together or we dug in the mud together or we sang this silly song together and you focus on the positive side of motherhood, that will remind your brain that this is what it's like. And on the tough days, and you're going to have tough days. I'm not saying don't acknowledge the tough days. Totally. It's what this whole podcast has been. It's tough. Motherhood is a tough gig. But the way that we approach it, I think, says so much. So on those days when you're tired and alone and you want to give up, find something to be thankful for. Find something to be grateful for. And it does switch um, our mood often. So don't give up. Hang in there. It goes quickly. Hug them today. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thank our Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network sponsor, Radish, a cooking club and curriculum specially designed for kids by chefs and educators. Radish is perfect for homeschooling families. And I should know, I'm a homeschooling family, and we have used this program and have absolutely loved it. With Radish, you're able to teach thematic cooking lessons and incorporate math, science, nutrition, geography, and culture. The kitchen is the tastiest place to learn with Radish. And if you use coupon code PODCAST at checkout, you'll receive $15 off a 6- or 12-month membership. Visit radishkids.com slash homeschool to learn more and to download a free lesson. And that's Radish with two Ds, R-E-D-D-I-S-H kids dot com. You won't regret it. Get cooking with your kids. It's fun. You've been listening to The Real Kathy Lee. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. To find out more, check out therealkathylee.com. You can download us every Friday on iTunes or your favorite app to listen to the podcast. Hey, if this hot mess can rock motherhood, so can you.